0: I thank the Lord for the singing and the signing. I really appreciate that. It's very touching. I'm honored to be here today and be part of this service for Shelby J. Tucker. I appreciate everyone that's come. We've got a great crowd. I appreciate each one that's come. And let me share the obituary information, and I want to share scripture and just say just a few words, and then uh, i going to ask Linda to come sing. Families ask her to sing a song, and then... After that, we'll turn over to Brother Donnie. I'm looking forward to hearing Brother Donnie preach today. Well, I've been able to pray for him. I believe God's going to bless him to preach the gospel and uh, the gospel we need. And uh, nothing takes the place of the gospel. So <clears throat> Shelby J. Tucker, age 81 of Lima, passed from this life at 2.35 p.m. Thursday, March the 25th, 2021, at Lima Memorial Hospital. She was born... August the 21st, 1939, in Boomer, West Virginia, to the late George W. and Eslie E. Kilburn Sebers. She married Amos uh, Russell Tucker, May the 24th, 1958, and he preceded her in death April the 9th, 2012. Shelby was a member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church, and boy, we thank the Lord for that. And she had been a clerk at Kmart. She was behind two sisters. Janet Rowe of West Virginia, and Linda Bill Thompson of Lima. She also leaves behind her two children and their spouses, Paul Lisa Tucker of Bluffton, and Teresa Chris Kaufman of Waynesfield. Her grandchildren, Cody Tucker, Shelby Kevin Downport, and Greg Taylor Eiler. Most, most importantly, she leaves behind her greatest treasures in life, her four beautiful great-grandbabies, Valentino, Catherine, Jonathan, and Aiden. She was preceded in death by a brother, George Sebers, and a sister, Shirley Morrison, and a son-in-law, Jim Eiler. And so I just want to share a scripture and just be very brief. Uh, But this has come on my heart when I was praying. This is in the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, in verses 16 and 17. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And boy, I'm glad the spirit bears witness to that. And, uh, all the good things we can say about, uh, sister shell. That's what we mostly call her sister shell. Most of the things we could say, just, just wonderful. She was a sweet lady. She had a lot of hospitality. And even when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about her and Amos. My mind went back to him. I thought they was a, a great couple on a great team. And, Enjoyed being in their home, being around them, and being in church with them, and uh, specifically uh, talking about Sister Shell now. And Amos, you could say the same thing about Amos, but we need to focus on Shell a little bit. Uh, she had a spirit in her that bore witness that she was a child of the King. She was saved. I felt the Lord in her. Uh, she testified about God's saving grace in her life. I could feel it. I like it when I can feel the Spirit in people's life. Hit bears witness. When, when you got a witness, you got evidence. There was evidence, not only by the way she acted and the way she talked, but the spirit you could feel in her. And so of all the good things uh, she's done, uh, she was good to everybody. But all the good things that she done, the best thing she did is trust Jesus and to save her soul. Now, if you're here today, let her life and the spirit in her be a witness and a testimony and encouragement to you. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. And if you are saved, you need to live like she did so that when you're gone, somebody can say, boy, there's no doubt about it, they went to be with Jesus. Because that's what I can say about shell No doubt about it, she went to be with the Lord. And I praise God that the Spirit gave that witness and gave that testimony. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for Shell, and we thank you for the spirit that bore witness in her life, Uh, God, for the scripture that gives us the promise that when the spirit bears that witness that we're uh, children of God and heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, God, thank you that we've got that hope and that reality, and we know that uh, nothing's wrong and no problems with Sister Shell. Uh, She's out of her troubles and her sickness and her heartaches, and, Lord, we know that uh, you brought her home to be with you. God, we pray today for this service, and I thank you for the song already and the signing. And, Lord, we pray for Linda as she comes to sing her song. And we pray for Brother Donnie as he preaches here in a little while. God, help us to really pray and help everybody to listen, help people to respond to the gospel. Lord, we thank you for your spirit, and we thank you for your grace. God, we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we ask it, and amen. We'll ask Linda to come sing.
1: No. no. But I
2: for how good God is to us and Shell would be so pleased with the crowd that's here this morning and um, I desire your prayers this morning you know we we've been involved in a few funerals since we've been a minister and we need a little extra when it's our people and uh, I loved Aunt Shell Uncle Amos spent half of my life with at the Thanksgiving table and at Christmas time and <clears throat> when it happens, when our people, when it comes time for them to go, we still can't believe it's here already. Right. And doesn't it doesn't take long to get to this point right here. Right. That's what we preach. Uh, our lives are but a vapor. And I was thinking about all the memories uh, lately. And, uh, you know, uh, Aunt Shell, all I can say about her is she was good to me and yeah. treated me so good uh, in her house and Um, she babysitted us and uh, I've seen her smile and laugh and I've seen her give me that look, (laughs) you know, you all know the look and uh, her eyes get wide and you stop what you're doing right there and, uh, you know, I always thought she was a saint for putting up with Uncle Amos too and, (laughs) you know, I I, I love them both though love them both and uh, I was thinking about Uh, When uh, they lived out there in the trailer out in uh, Allen East, a lot of times, you know, we'd go out there and if there wasn't no more seats, you'd sit on the floor. And uh, I'd wait till Teresa got out of her seat and I'd get in it. (laughs) And Aunt Shell, this is the first time I ever heard this. I didn't know, you know, Teresa would get upset with me. Teresa used to aggravate me, but I've come to realize I probably did more of the aggravating than Teresa did. But the uh, first time I heard this, Uncle, or Aunt Shell said, uh, she looked at Teresa and she goes, you move your feet, you lose your seat. And that was like, uh, that stayed with us for years. It even got set at our house. And uh, uh, I'm thankful, though, that Shell always took her seat in the house of the Lord. You know, people that serve God and they come to his house, I can remember saints of old, I can tell you where they sat at. And Aunt Shell, she always sat right here with mom on this side of the church house. There's something to be said, even if you don't use a lot of words, if you're not the preacher or the teacher, there's something to be said for taking your place in God's house. Aunt Shell, she loved her husband, she loved her children, her grandchildren, she loved her people. And you can't love your people any better than to serve God and be at his house. You, you just can't do it any better. And uh, I desire your prayers this morning. Um, I'm sure it won't be long. Um, I want to read this scripture from the book of Ephesians. It's in the first chapter, <clears throat> the third verse. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us, and listen to this, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He don't hold anything back if you're his. He'll, he'll let you have it all. And you say, Donnie, what is that? Well, I can give you one example. When death come knocking and Shel was in the hospital, she could sit down in the heavenly place and not have to be afraid where she was going. I tell you what, I'm glad I'm not waiting just to go to heaven to experience heaven. I can sit in heavenly places here on earth in Christ Jesus. And when death comes to our house, we can have strength in the Lord knowing where we're going. And also look what we leave for our people behind us. Uh, this morning, if I had a, a text, it would be that God has a seat for you. And God has a place for you in his kingdom. Um, you know, he gave a parable. Jesus gave a parable once about uh, a man that owned a vineyard. And some of the workers, they come out early, and he, he hired them for a penny a day, and it goes on. And some just went on in at the end of the day. And when it comes payday, he paid them all a penny. And the, the ones that went in early and got a penny and worked all the day, they were wroth about it. And he said, "What what is mine is to do with? In other words, just get in this morning. The point is, don't go through your life. There's gonna be trouble and heartaches and there's gonna be pain and death around. But if you're here and lost, make sure you get in. God's made a place for you. There was a man that, uh, he was a, a thief probably most of his life. The Bible calls him a male factor. He hung on the cross with Jesus. And, i like what he said to jesus this will get you saved, folks if you have this attitude of heart this will get you saved he said lord remember me when thou goest into thy kingdom in other words uh, let me elaborate on that in other words he's saying uh make is there is a room for me lord is there a place for me and he said today thou shalt be in paradise with me i tell you what it's not where you've been it's not what you've done but it's where you're going. It's where you are today with God. And uh this morning, you know, the there was also a man that uh that was a, a rich man, and it said he fared sumptuously every day. And there was a beggar that laid at his gate full of sores that the dogs licked, and he desired to have the crumb from the rich man's table. Uh this this afternoon here, the Lord. He loves you so much this morning. Uh, he, he, he loves you with all, all his heart, all his, all his being this morning. He sent his son to die on the cross for us. The rich man, he didn't have a, the, the beggar didn't have a seat at the rich man's table, but he had a seat at the king's table, the king of kings. You can have a seat at the king's table this morning, uh, but you have to be born again. See, it's something that this world don't like to hear. There's a lot of religion in the world today. And I've said this since I was a young preacher. I want to tell you what the difference between religion and salvation is this morning. Religion says, look what I'm doing for the Lord. I'm paying my tithes. I'm coming to church. I'm reading my Bible. But salvation, it says, look what God has done for me. He saved me by his grace he he He's made me uh, have a way of escape from that place called hell. Uh, religion won't do anybody any good this morning unless you have salvation. You got to have salvation to have good religion. A lot of people come up with a lot of different things in this world. But I want to tell you, Jesus, he came here. He was the word that dwelt among us. And he said these words, except you be born again, you shall not see the kingdom of God. That's the Christ. There's a lot of people involved in religion, but they, don't, they go around uh, getting born again. Listen, God doesn't help us around life. He helps us through life. We got a hand that we can hold to this morning, and we can have everlasting peace in Christ Jesus. I'm glad that I can sit in heavenly places this morning. I'm glad that I don't have to worry where Aunt Shell is gone. I don't have to worry about that this morning. And me and Becky talked about this, and you know, she didn't fear you know, people that fear, they'll call for the preacher. You know, when I die, I might call for the preacher to come and step by my bedside and comfort me. But, and if it happened tomorrow or this week, and Brother Terry wasn't able to get there, I got another that sticks closer than a brother who comforts me in my darkest hours. We have a great God. I spent a lot of years not serving the Lord. I'm not proud of it. I, I wish I could get those years back. I can't go back. And undo the things I've done. All I can do is go forward. And I want my people to know there's nothing more important than serving God and being at his house and taking my place. And that's what Aunt Shell did for me. Me and Aunt Shell, we never sat down and we never talked scriptures and we never talked about the Bible. I had, there's other people in my life I did that with. That's just something I didn't do with her. But she took her place. She had an interest in God's house and that helped little Donnie. And it helped, it helps your people when you step out by faith and you serve the Lord. It just helps your people. I'm going to a better country. You know, there's, it, the Bible says it talks about all those that died in faith. It said, These died in faith, having not received the promises. I tell you what, I didn't see Jesus. I, I too didn't see Jesus. There's only a small group of people that saw Jesus with this natural eye, but there's a spiritual eye when God's Spirit He lets us see Jesus for who He is. I tell you what, when God spoke to me when I was a ten-year-old boy. I was transported to the old rugged cross. I saw what God had done for me. And listen, sometimes the devil will tell you this, and I, I know it's, it's on my heart this morning. He'll tell you, you just you ain't good enough. You haven't lived good enough. You can't be good enough to go to heaven on your own. It took a Savior to die on the cross for us, to shed His blood for us. You can't do it on your own. I just want to... I want to see our people saved. I want to see, you know, people living for the Lord. Back then, when we was out at the trailer and, you know, Teresa would, she'd be out of her seat and she'd, she'd try to, she'd try to tell me, Donnie, don't take my seat when I get up. She'd beg me not to do that. And I'd still do it sometimes. And sometimes I'd feel sorry for her. And then other times I'd be on the other end of it. teresa take my seat. And Shell, she'd just go like this. You know you know what the saying is, but she felt bad for me. And some of you might remember this. She had this little white footstool. You remember that thing that she had for years? She had this little white footstool. She said, here, Donnie, sit on this. She gave me a seat. I didn't like it. It wasn't comfortable. I still went to the floor, but she had a good heart. She had a good heart for her people. The best thing you can do to have a good heart for your people is to show the love of the Lord in your life. There's a lot of good people in this world. I know Paul, he'd get the shirt off you back. I'd call him at midnight, he'd show up for me. There's seven years between us, and I'm pretty sure that through the years, Aunt Shell had him drag me around here and there, and he'll probably not want to. She probably a few times said, take him and play football. Paul's going to play football. football out in the yard with a bunch and he'd take me and i'd come back with a pounding headache because i was too little to play with them but but shell was involved in trying to make people happy that's the love of god in you when you want to see your people happy and she worried about her children and she worried about her people we got a great god this morning that we can we can lean on we can lean on him this morning and i tell you what you have to be born into the kingdom folks you have to be born again. It's not Donnie's words. It's Jesus's words this morning. You have to be born again. And how many, you know, we have talking about this and I didn't realize this myself, but Shell was around 26, 27 years old when she got saved right around 1965, 66 at Lima church. And I don't know. I just had this thought, had this thought. The year I was born was 1966. So here we are, folks. Shell held me as I'm a, I was a baby and boom, here we are today. I'm preaching her funeral. Time is running out. It's moving on, but I ain't got to worry about that because I got a king on my side. He's going to be there for me and I'm going to cross Jordan holding his hand. We got a great God. I ain't worried about it. We got we got a God that loves us so much. But I tell you what, I've seen it time and time again. People that are saved, they leave it off. They don't tell their children. I, Terry, have you known people to do this? We've known people to do this. They get saved and they leave it off and their children don't even know what they got. Boy, I tell you what, what I got, it's, it's worth, it's, it's like the man that found the treasure in the field that he wanted to buy the whole field. I want people to know what I got. We got to let people know what we got. And in order for you to do that, you got to get it for yourself. You got to get it for yourself. And you know that, that thief that died on the cross, he come, you see, if you read on earlier about that, both of them, there was two thieves there. They railed against Jesus. They railed against him. The hardness of their heart. But God's tender mercies pierced his heart. See, God's tender mercies, it can, it can help the tenderhearted and it can also pierce the hardhearted. Uh, it's not John, Donnie's job to correct nobody, but the Spirit of the Lord, it'll help you. It'll guide you. It's how we know that God is real this morning. You know, I, I It'd be okay if someone got saved this morning. You know, we don't have to get a song. You know, if God's speaking at your heart, you can come while I'm preaching. You can come when we get ready to leave here. You can can come and pray after service. But listen, the most important thing that you'll ever do, it's the most important thing I've ever done, is to come when God calls. Come when God calls. And then when he calls, serve him. You know, The devil, you get saved, he tries to pull you away, he tries to get you involved in things. I love different things in this world. I like to golf, I used to like to bowl, I haven't done that in a few years. Uh, I like to, I just like to be active and do those things. But if I'm not careful, I will think of those things and those things will draw me away and I'll find myself with my head in the clouds and. God taught me this a long time ago, Donnie, worship me, come to my house, and I'll add all the things to you that you need, and what you don't need, I won't give you, that's the way God works, he gives us the very best for us, like our parents do, he gives us the very best, so this morning, I'm thankful for your prayers, I'm thankful for the family, and you know, I think I said this, this is a while back, I think it was at Uncle Terry's funeral when the Smith family was here. I said, you know, this is, this is just the beginning. Folks, this is just the beginning of us leaving. Just yesterday, I was a young man and now I can get a Buckeye card if I want to. It don't take long. It don't take long to get here. We ain't got time to be angry at each other. We ain't got time time for envy and strife. We, he, he, It says in one place, he sets us in heavenly places together. We need to be on the same page together and set in heavenly places together so we can help our people. So I'm thankful for your prayers. Let's bow our head and pray and we'll turn it back over to the funeral director. Lord, we're thankful this morning for your kind mercy. We're thankful for the good songs, and, and Lord, we're thankful for Shell's life being a part of our lives. And she was so good to us, and we loved her so much. And she's gone home to be with the Lord, and Lord, I'm, I'm looking forward for us all to be together again. God, you're so good to us, so kind and merciful. And, Lord, we pray for those that don't know you. Lord, we know there's a lot that know of you, but they need to know you, Lord, for themselves. They need to have you in their soul, Lord, knowing that they're going to heaven, not hoping that they're going. But, Lord, we just thank you for how good and merciful you are to us and the knowledge that you can give us in spirit and truth. Amen. We'll turn it back over to the director. Uh, Linda reminded me there's a dinner right after uh, following the service in the uh, fellowship hall out here.